and welcome back to Dream a Little. I'm your host, Lo. I'm an ABDL switch, and I specialize in helping kinky people, specifically ABDLs, share their fantasies with their partner in a confident way. Today, we're doing something a little different on the show. I'm going to share my story as an ABDL to give some details on how I got involved in the online community and why I started this podcast. To be transparent, I do earn some money from this show actually over the past year and a half through donations. It's kind of like my little side hustle. So I'll talk about that a little bit more later. And I don't mention this to brag. I bring it up because I also think it's possible for you if you're interested in making a side hustle to do something you're passionate about and also, you know, make some money off of it. And I would love to see more people putting great content in the form of podcasts, vlogs, other mediums out there because the community could really use it. In fact, you know, I'd love to talk more about the logistics of building an audience, creating a side hustle in more detail. So would you be interested in learning about that? If so, you know, just shoot me a tweet at daddy. I want this. If you notice, I haven't been really posting on Tumblr or Instagram lately. And that's honestly because I want to get away from posting visual content like pictures, but I do post on Twitter almost every single day, so give me a follow there to connect with me. And if you want to get a chance to connect with me on a more personal level and maybe even have a private 30-minute phone call with me, go ahead and check out patreon.com slash dreamalittle. Huge shout out to the supporters of the show. I love you guys so much. My journey as an ABDL is similar to most of you listening to the show right now. I've always been into this kink pretty much for as long as I can remember. My earliest memory was playing house with one of my neighborhood friends when we were about five years old. She found an old package of diapers in her house and she was like, it'd be really fun if we put these on. So we paraded around the house in them for a while and, you know, parents got a hoot out of it and it was just a really fun time. So I had this association with it and having a good time since I was very, very small. And I noticed I really liked the feeling and I thought about it often afterwards. So, you know, I started fantasizing about that from a young age. And then, you know, I would add on to this fantasy. I would imagine, you know, I had a boyfriend and we do this stuff together. We take care of each other in special ways. And I've always dreamed about it. And all along, though, I did know that it was very taboo. Like it wasn't anything to be proud of or you know, telling people about. So I never vocalized any of my desires to anyone, including my friends or my family. I've just been a very private person like that. And I've always been very afraid of being judged or seen differently. So throughout my childhood, I kind of tried to overcompensate. I always wanted to be more mature. I always wanted to grow up quick and do all these things. I had some family issues a little bit later in life, but my kink stuff was already there before when you're in the moment of you know growing up as a kid you have kid vision I guess you don't really notice certain things starting to unravel around you my parents were divorced when I was very little and they shared custody of my brother and I my mom kept us most of the time and we would go visit my dad every other weekend and it worked really well at least from my perspective I I loved my dad. Over time, though, we started seeing him less and less often. And my mom would tell us he had to work overtime and he was busy with work and whatnot. And 
they were all lies, but we didn't know at the time. Soon, you know, it had been months and we hadn't seen my dad. And what happened was he met a woman who didn't like kids. So she had him choose between us and her and he chose her. And it was hard to be sat down by my mom and basically have her explained to me as a, I don't know, I think I was 11 that I would never be seeing my dad again because he didn't want to be a dad anymore. So it was a very hard time. It's already a hard time going into, you know, junior high school just as a normal kid, but then you throw that on top. And when it came to relationships, I struggled a lot as a teenager because I didn't feel worthy. Maybe it's because my dad abandoning me, but whatever the reason, I desperately wanted to find love and be loved. And I didn't feel loved by myself. I felt ugly. I felt worthless. So I was desperate. And I was so desperate that I was willing to put my own happiness and my own pride aside to try to make different guys fall in love with me. And I was using my sexuality at a young age to get attention. And I was attracting it from all the wrong guys. I never once opened up about the AB deal stuff back then. I was way too afraid of being rejected. But after a few failed relationships that ended with me just being too clingy and being too insecure with myself, I and nearly at a mental breakdown from these feelings of abandonment and like sorrow resurfacing, I finally decided it was time that I learned to stand on my own. I don't really remember what exact. Oh, yes, I do. Uh, I was actually scrolling through Facebook. This was like right when I was starting college and Facebook was starting to get popular. And I was following this girl who was really inspiring to me. She was dating one of my friends and she was one of these holistic fitness girls had everything going for her, like had a great story. She overcame, you know, some major fall and a concussion. And she had recommended and posted about this personal development book that she said was just amazing. And she was going on and on about it. So I don't know why, but I just felt really compelled to buy this book. And I was so fed up of, you know, depending on other people for my happiness that it seemed like something that could help me. So I ordered that book. It's called um, Get Off Your Butt. And it's B-U-T as in get off your butt. I'm not good enough, but I'm not smart enough. You know, but, 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 but not, not your B-U-T-T. So anyways, from that point on, I was hooked. I loved personal development. I, it gave me a completely new perspective on everything, on my relationships, on myself. And it gave me the strength that I need to get past being hung up on that guy and feeling like I wasn't worth anything, like I couldn't do anything with my life. And it gave me hope. And, you know, despite all this, I still had a lot of learning to do. I still have a lot of learning to do, but I found myself in my first actual, like, relatively healthy relationship that was long-term during college and we had just moved in together and we'd been together for three years and I still hadn't told him about my kinks and I it was constantly like a battle should I tell him is it a good idea is it a bad idea you know 
what do I do? I was so conflicted. I want, on one hand, I wanted him to know. On the other hand, I thought maybe he'd break up with me or he'd just change his mind about me. You know, like we were really young, but we did talk about marriage and taking things to the next level. And obviously we lived together. So things were pretty serious. But one day I was really fed up with keeping it a secret and I decided to tell him. And the anxiety of keeping my stuff hidden was too much. And I just wanted to be real. I just wanted to be honest. And I just wanted to be loved. But the problem was that I didn't know how to tell him. I didn't know how to do it. I searched online on Google for a solution all all the time. But the amount of information about telling someone about your ABDL side was limited. And the amount of good information was damn near impossible to find. So one day I just finally decided to spit it out and it was horrible. I made a podcast about this before. It was one of the most awkward moments of my life and nothing really came from it. We kind of just changed topics and moved on and kind of just never spoke about it again. Naturally, you know, the relationship ended and it honestly didn't have to do with my kinks, although that motivated me to break up with him even more. But, you know, he he cheated on me. It was it was for completely different reasons. So ever since then, I've never stopped this personal development journey, reading different books about psychology, about happiness, about relationships. And around this time, that's when my my real passion for studying about relationships, love, happiness, and all of that started to come to fruition. And I grew obsessed with like learning about dating and stuff like that. And also just confidence. It was all really fascinating to me. And through reading and everything, I grew the courage that I needed to walk away from this guy who I honestly believed I really loved at the time and was hoping we would get married and would love, accept, and, you know, me for me, but I didn't give up. I knew that if I was patient and if I focused on bettering myself so that when I met the right person, I would be ready, that everything would line up. I just knew that. And I think that if you don't know that in your heart, if you don't tell yourself that in your heart, you're never going to go after it. And if you lie to yourself and you say, I don't want that or I'll never find that, then when the time comes, you're not going to be ready. So I got my inspiration through, you know, looking at different people's blogs on Tumblr where couples were, you know, sharing their stories of how they got their partner into ABDL and stuff like that. So I knew it was possible. And I knew that maybe the first person I tell or two people or three people or four people, they maybe they would reject me, but that would be okay. At least they knew because... I didn't want to go through another three years of having this anxiety and pressure of keeping it inside. So I took a few months. It was only a few months after the breakup that I was able to be single and get kind of crazy and wild and just enjoy myself. And I had a ton of fun. I'd never felt more myself and more alive. And just when I was starting to really get into being by myself, I stumbled upon my boyfriend, TK. We were introduced to a mutual friend and I didn't know it when we met, but my life was about to change in the greatest way possible. After a few weeks of dating, I realized that he was also kinky and that he was, you know, open-minded. And I saw that as a positive sign. 
So this time I was going to tell him about my kinks, but I was going to do it completely different than I did before. I wasn't going to be ashamed or apologize or hesitate. I No, this time I was going to own every awkward, silly, cute aspect of the kink, no matter what. I didn't care what he thought. Well, that's a lie. I did care what he thought, but I knew as long as I loved myself and I was true to myself, I couldn't be hurt. So of course, you know, I waited a few weeks, maybe even a couple months into dating him before I opened up because I wanted to make sure he was for real. And I wanted to make sure that he was someone that I could trust to keep my secret. And I wanted to make sure that he wasn't going to judge me. And to my pleasant surprise, he was actually really accepting, but he wasn't willing to be a part of some aspects like the diapers and things at first. So we had to work our way into that eventually. And that required a lot of patience on my part. But to me, just alone, him accepting and knowing about my kinks and still loving me through it was really, really powerful and really, really inspiring. And that's why I encourage people to be honest, especially when you're, you've been in a relationship with someone for some time, because just being able to say, I like this is really liberating. And it brings another level of intimacy to your relationship, even if your partner doesn't really want to partake in your kink. So that's when I realized it's much easier to approach shame first and acknowledge shame first before someone else is even gets a chance to spot it. So it makes it easier to just be like, I have this silly thing where I kind of have this weird thing where blah, 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 blah. And you don't have to make it sound normal and you don't have to make it sound super, super strange and creepy. So to make the transition to role-playing with um, my boyfriend easier, I started my Tumblr, Daddy I Want This, and really my only intention was to reblog the things I wanted and show him to kind of you know, give him some ideas on how to treat me in little space and stuff like that. Cause he was totally into like the DDLG side. And to my surprise, I started growing like a pretty big following. And that's when someone suggested to me that I open my inbox and I started receiving like a ton of different questions about how I introduced kink to my boyfriend. And eventually I started posting original content online, blog posts and stuff like that. And it really was helpful for some people. And, you know, eventually I think my first audio recording was how to get past shame. And that was a huge hit. I uploaded it to SoundCloud and someone just gave me the idea. They were like, you should start a podcast. And I thought about it and I searched online because I, I love listening to podcasts myself. So I searched and in this specific niche, there was there were some podcasts, but I just personally didn't like them because I couldn't really relate to the hosts. And I just thought, you know, I think there's a need for this. So I researched all about starting a podcast. And what I learned was it's so easy and affordable to do so. So I started podcasting on the regular, having people on the show, having them repost about it. And it, it's it been a hit ever since. I mean, now we have over half a million downloads. And originally, my whole goal through starting this podcast was just to help at least one person. If I could help one person, that would be great. And here we are today, half a million downloads. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> 
So I've, I mean, I've always wanted to have like an online side hustle that I could love, enjoy, work full time. I've always wanted to commit to doing something that I love because working a regular nine to five on someone else's agenda just feels like torture to me. And once I started getting some traction through my blog and through this podcast, it, that's when it's really clicked for me. And I thought, hey, I could do something that I really love and actually help people and maybe even make a little bit of cash from it. And to me, that is so rewarding when someone reaches out to me and they say, hey, your podcast episode on you know, introducing kinks was so helpful. And now like, I, I'm doing things I never thought I could. I never thought I would be able to open up to my partner. And here we're trying new things together and it's brought us so much closer and made our relationship that much more fulfilling. Like to me, that makes me vibrate inside. That makes me so happy. And my whole point in telling you this is sometimes unexpectedly, you stumble across something that you really enjoy and it just clicks. So whatever it is that you enjoy doing, go after it full force. Even if you think to yourself, I could never get paid for doing this or I could never make this into a job or a side hustle, just go for it because life is too short to pretend or to to not do the things that you enjoy. And if you go at it with your whole heart and you also add a strategy to it, it's so, so powerful. So now I'm working towards dedicating my whole life to helping this community, everybody with a kink. You know, I want to, I want to, I want to branch out and go more generalized within kinks because I feel like a lot of the techniques and communication stuff that I talk about here on the show could also be, um, and has also been, um, used for other kinks and other, other methods and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, what's next for, for dream love? Well, I want to start some online courses. I want to create maybe like a a website for people where you can come and really, really connect with like-minded people and potentially meet someone that you could date or like, you know, just a space for all of us in the community who are proactive and we are trying to shed this community in positive light. And eventually I'd love to have courses. I'd love to have books. I'd love to have multiple podcasts, maybe a podcast about how to create a side hustle. You know, there are so many things that I want to do. It's really just narrowing it down. So uh, I got big goals, big dreams ahead, and I honestly couldn't make any of them possible without you here listening to me. I know there are thousands, maybe even millions, I'm not sure, of other podcasts or things that you could be doing or you could be listening to and you choose to be here with me. And every day, I'm so grateful for that. So my main point here is if you want something, just go out, do it, put your whole heart into it. Opportunities don't just come knocking on your door. You got to make moves. For me, the first phase was realizing back when I was first starting college that I was unhappy with where I was. And the weight of all these family issues were weighing me down. And I was carrying that extra baggage with me all over the place and it was bleeding into my relationships it was bleeding into my professional life it's bleeding into all these areas so my question to you before I go is where are you carrying any extra baggage with you what area of your life could you use improvement in and have you ever considered investing in a book a product service or something to help you improve it because I attribute 
most of everything I've done to personal development, to realizing that I'm, I was struggling in an area and I needed help. And I'm so grateful for people who take the time to make podcasts, who take the time to create content, to create the time to make YouTube videos and help other people and give them the information they need to overcome something because knowledge is so powerful. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It got really vulnerable and raw and it's different from anything I've ever done. So if you like it, let me know. I hope you have a great day. Bye.